OK, little pop quiz for you. It's not really a quiz whatsoever, just uh, an idea I've had, and I've given Bush absolutely no warning about this Let's whatsoever. just do it. Let's just do it. Um, I'm going to give you a five-second countdown okay. once I've said what the task is. OK. And then you need to perform, all right? This sounds a bit worrying. <laughs> In five seconds, I want you to do your best impression of a UK soap opera character. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, not my neck, no. <laughs> Here's the podcast. Dot Cotton. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. I think I'm finally drying out now that I'm at work. I thought this was a booze-related thing. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the walk to work uh, over lunchtime uh, today. It's been uh, certainly very wet here in the southeast. Horrible. Uh, not been a good one. Did have a brolly, so, you know, got my brolly, got my coat on, but I felt like I was in some sitcom because I was walking along the pavement. Obviously, it's such heavy rain. There's big puddles all the way along the road. It was going to happen. It's going to happen at some point. A bus flies by. There I am walking through the puddle. Splash. Oh, no. Just just like in some 1980s comedy TV show. And do you do that bit like a 1980s comedy TV show where you have to clear the water out of your eyes like a clown and go... <laughs> what? It's, it's weird you should say it because a, a girl in front of me when I was walking down Great Portland Street to our office today had exactly the same th- thing happen to her by a taxi that drove by and she did the old shake your fist and swear at them thing. This is it. I think it is a reflex because you do turn to stone just for a second. I didn't do the shaky fist. <laughs> Why, I order. You'd have to kind of t- uh, you'll have to kind of describe a little bit but I was a little bit more like this go like that quite theatrical like what the who the <laughs> yeah, exactly. can't believe this but here's the thing right it then did immediately go to my head and I don't know whether this is the case but is it not right that if I believe if you have the wherewithal to take down the registration plate of the car that's gone by right I believe it is some sort of bylaw that you're able to claim dry cleaning off the driver. <laughs> no, I, I think I've that never is the heard case. That one before. I've I think that heard. is the case. What, like, a little bit like how you're allowed to take uh, King Charles Cavalier Spaniel on the train or something <laughs> when you go into a pub. <laughs> or dr- drive a herd of sheep over a bridge and you own London or something is like that. Is that what it is? Yeah, I, I, I've got a feeling there is a there is some sort of bylaw that if you if you take down the registration plate of a driver that splashes you, you're allowed to claim dry cleaning. I think, I'm not sure. Well, it's very weird you to say that because the first thing that went through my mind, I almost said it to this girl today, is that, sure, I'm sure I've heard that if you get splashed on purpose by a vehicle, that's actually assault. <laughs> that's a bit of a leap from dry cleaning. Everything's an assault these days. <laughs> Why not getting splashed? <laughs> Maybe it's an assault. Uh, at the very least, it's a bylaw. I think it could be a bylaw. Clarification needed? Well, yes, definitely. If you, if you know this or if you uh, work in the dry cleaning business, you Please get people coming. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 to text us or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Let's clear this up. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. If you do next to nothing during the final hour of your working day, this show is dedicated for you. Hell, this show's for you. It's Hometime with Bush and Ritchie. Wet one in plenty of places today. I got splashed to a pub. I'm a walking, uh, my walking to uh, to work today. Uh-huh. Recalled in my brain somewhere that you can claim dry cleaning off the driver. Not that I'm going to be able to because I got so splashed. The car's gone. Haven't got the chance to take down a number plate or anything like that. You think it's some kind of bylaw? I- I'm sure I've heard somewhere that it's actual assault. If you do that as well, clarifications please needed on this wet day. Tony from Canterbury says, guys, it used to be driving without due care and attention. It's now called inconsiderate driving. It's a motoring offence, accidental or on purpose. Wow, amazing, isn't it? Uh, Martin says, I take it your idea for your 
your Brolly app didn't take off. Look, this is oh, not yeah. a chance just to sort of have a go at people. I did have a wonderful idea for a share your own Brolly app. What was it again? You pressed the button on it and it lit up. You... <laughs> Other people, your Brolly lit up if you wanted someone else to come under it. My Brolly right? would light up to say that it's a Brolly that is available to share and it would be linked to an app where you'd be able to walk out and say, oh yeah, look, that guy there, he's, shared, he's willing to share his Brolly. It's like a wet weather grinder. <laughs> That's what it is. But it wouldn't have saved me in that occasion, Martin, so stop trying to pick holes, all right? 8.12.15 to clear this up. Well, tweet us at Absolute Radio. If we can get one person in the dry cleaning industry to come in and confirm your <laughs> your idea that there might be some form they fill in for compensation... It would be a win. That, that is an early win on this show. Time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, find the phone you truly love and lower your monthly bill with club card vouchers. Now worth double. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Love the white van man says when it's done on purpose, apparently it's called Happy Splashing. <laughs> uh, Chris, Chris in Darlington says, never buy a puddle, but I've been done by slush. That was pretty nasty. Oh, no, that is awful. Yeah. Even though I love the idea of like a slush puppy, it's a brilliant drink, isn't it? <laughs> if it was coloured water, that's even worse. Uh, Neil says, uh, an off-duty police uh, officer got splashed and he done the driver for it. It was on the news a couple of years ago. Now, Sean's hanging on to talk to us, reckons he knows about this, because it happened to his dad. Sean, explain. Yeah, he was going to work in the market early morning. This was many years ago. This probably 30 years ago. Go. Right. Maybe, maybe, maybe more. Of going down into Campbell Green, very dark, just past King's College Hospital. Uh, big puddle on the left-hand side. I'm not sure how much he covered the lady, but he did cover the lady, <laughs> and she managed to get his number. I don't think he realised there was someone at the bus stop at the time. And um, yeah, and she got his number, and uh, yeah, he got a little. I think he got off the reckless driving. Right. He had to pay for the uh, cleaning. Can I just ask you, he didn't do this on purpose, though, right? This is an accident. Oh, no, 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 no. He, he didn't realise there was anybody at the bus stop initially. Wow, well, it's weird, because you grow up, right? You grow up as a kid, like, wanting your parents to go through puddles because it's great fun. Yeah. And then suddenly there's a tipping point where you could end up going to prison. <laughs> do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, Sean does back up my dry cleaning theory here, which does pose another question. Why is nobody from the dry cleaning industry... Coming forward and talking yeah. about this. It's a, maybe it's a cover-up. It's one of the great <laughs> British cover-ups. Sean, you're helping us uncover this. <laughs> you're more than welcome. <laughs> Have you been splashed by a vehicle whilst you are walking to work? Hit by a backstreet tidal wave on a rainy day but don't know what to do? Then you need to call the Home Time Splash Line. Call the hotline now and speak to our wet weather claims experts. That's me. It's Richie. And you could get a telly that's too big for your lounge with compensation money. They spray, you get paid. Thursday's Hometime Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. All this week we're looking for Britain's worst commute. Parkers want to drive you home in style this coming Friday. It's all to celebrate Parker's new car awards 2020, which are bigger than ever. Uh, so someone who's entered online uh, was Keith, uh, who believes you have one of Britain's worst commutes, Keith. I do, and I was very surprised that you picked it out. But no, um, it's, I've actually just started on the commute. Um, we moved from an office in the city centre as of uh, the beginning of this week and I was doing an environmentally friendly thing by taking the train on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, take the train's great. I mean, I get, I get a bit of time to myself. I can listen to yourselves on the radio. Um, I can watch something I missed on TV last night. Okay. And that kind of thing. So um, it was it made for a, a much better experience getting ready for the day's work ahead of you. But now that's all changed. Um, I'm having to take uh, the car 
mm-hmm. and um, it's it's a, it's about an hour's drive to do about. 25, 30 odd miles. What's work. it like in uh, in Glasgow for traffic in terms of the way people are? Because obviously we know in London everyone's dead aggressive and there's loads of beeping and stuff. Are people polite in Glasgow or what's it like? Cut, no, cut thrust? No, no. <laughs> that that, that kind of aggressiveness extends well beyond London. Um, everybody's in the same boat. We're all trying to get to the, the same place at the same time and we're just trying to get there as quickly as possible and it's um, dog eat dog and best man wins. <laughs> I'll, I'll say one thing, Keith, unless my maths is really bad, an hour yeah. to do 30 miles... Yeah. That's yeah. 15 miles an hour. That's not very quick, is it? It's not quick. Um, you can you can try and floor it as much as you can, but you're going to hit gridlock, mate. Deary, <laughs> make it. I hope, I hope I haven't depressed you too much. <laughs> if you could just say for us, Keith, that the commute is murder in the full Scottish style for us, please. <laughs> The commute is murder. It is murder. <laughs> now I feel better. Keith, look, um, someone is going to get driven home in style this Friday and we're going to find out after six this evening who it will be. Maybe it will be you. I have my fingers well, crossed it is. I hope so too. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. Five to five, home time, Thursday evening, Bush and Richie. That is the end of the no repeat guarantee. Nine to five, Monday to Friday, nothing repeated while you listen to work. Friday's one kicks off tomorrow morning at nine with Dave Berry's bangers. Uh, so we were just chatting to Keith, talking about his commute into work. Keith from Glasgow, good to speak to him. Uh, a lot of emails and texts coming in about that particular chat, uh, mainly because you guys, the function on the show is you're like off Richie, the Richie watchdog. <laughs> Uh, so here we go. Mick O'Rourke from Oxbridge says, Richie, unless I miss hearing that, 30 in an hour is 30 miles an hour. Right. Um, don't quite think that math adds up. I do believe that an hour to do 30 miles is actually 30 miles an hour. Yeah. Neil on Twitter says, All did right. Richie just say that to do 30 miles an hour in an hour makes it 50 miles yeah, per hour? Okay, sure got, th- and it goes on, really. Got the gist of it. What's your, what's your statement on this? I'm a DJ, not an accountant. There you go. <laughs> Put that on a T-shirt. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Meanwhile, in a bit of movie chat, have you heard about this Robert Pattinson is the new Batman? Did you know this? I didn't know that. I didn't really know this until I kind of saw it this morning. He's the fella off of Twilight, him Mm -hmm. off of Twilight, which I think is actually on his Internet Movie Database profile. Uh, He's in the new Batman movie, which is called The Batman. And I've lost track now. There's so many different strands of reality with different film franchises and stuff. But this is a different one called The Batman. Uh, And the interesting thing about Robert Pattinson, he's been quite honest, honest about it. He said in an interview the other week that he was looking around for inspiration for the voice he was going to do because right. I guess the problem is if you're playing Batman is it's like 95% rubber outfit with your head <laughs> with just your, your face all squeezed in like when you're skiing or doing paintball and then it's all down to the voice and I think all the people who've done the Batman character over the years have tried to make the voice their own you know, Michael Ke- Keaton all the way through do you I, know what I mean? Adam West come on Adam West and they all have their own different take on it but I love the fact that Robert Pattinson is looking for inspiration right. that, that's the takeaway from this particular interview so listening to this show right now wherever you are have you ever wondered people of Great Britain if your local accent could be the perfect accent for the new Batman movie imagine that so what we want is people to call in because I, I imagine Robert Pattinson is across any form of chat about the movie as it heads towards its release in 2021 uh, we want you to say the phrase is 
I am the Batman, tell all your friends about me. If you remember that, that iconic phrase and that iconic moment in the film, see if you can say that on this show and see whether it sounds any good as the Batman's voice. I am the Batman... Tell all, tell all your friends about me. Yeah, I'm the Batman. Tell all your friends about me. OK, all right. Whether you're from Scotland or down in Devon, West Country, whatever, you never know. This could be making history right now. So open auditions for this. Give yep. us a call. 0330 123 1215. But, Richie, why would anyone even call in, though, if they don't need to? They're busy. They're getting home. Yeah, but they're getting home. They've got washing up to do. That's a very good point. What are they going to wash up with? Well, if you've got nothing doing, maybe you need some form of celebrity-endorsed tea towel. <laughs> what about a home-time tea towel? Home-time tea towel. Oh, well, 0330 123 1215. There's a home-time tea towel in it for you. That script again? That's right. I am the Batman. Tell all your friends about me. Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Thursday's home time. It's Bush and Richie, Absolute Radio. Welcome to Hollywood, my friends. This could be an amazing opportunity for one of you guys. Robert Pattinson, who's playing the new Batman in the new Batman movie out in 2021, uh, is looking for inspiration for The Voice. Uh, so we're asking you tonight to get in touch with the show uh, and do the line, I am the Batman, tell all your friends about me, that iconic line. And not only will you win a hometown tea towel, but you could be going to uh, the, the Hollywood. I'm sure this Tinseltown. is just how auditions in Tinseltown work, that there is a tea Detail uh, on all the roles that are uh, they're up for grabs. I'm sure it's exactly. I, I'm sure it's exactly this process. <laughs> so definitely this process. Right, let's go to uh, our first candidate. Who's this? It's uh, Dan. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> the most urgent voice ever. Where are you right now, Dan? Uh, I'm in the uh, lorry on the M25. Good lads. Uh, just tell us a little bit about you. Where are you from? What's your kind of regional area? Uh, I'm from Essex. All right. So you reckon you could be an Essex Batman? Yeah, I reckon I could. Dan, the audition is open. Take it away. Oi, I'm the new Batman. Tell all your mates about me. <laughs> <laughs> Oi! <laughs> I love the improvisation with the oi. That is inspired. That'd be so good. Is there any way you can give us a honk on the horn just to end this call? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Thanks, mate. There's the Batmobile right there. <laughs> hey, is that Noel? Hello, Richie. You all right, buddy? Yeah, we're both here. We're both here to audition for new Batman on the uh, behalf of Robert Pattinson, Noel. That's right, that's right. Noel, are you another Essex-based Batman by any chance? Uh, no, Wembley. Wembley! <laughs> OK. Specific Johnny to Wembley. Wembley. Right. And what, what kind of... Um, what, what makes your accent in that area specific, do you think? Unique? I think I'm kind of a Wembley everyman. Everyone right. can relate to me. Good lad. Fair enough, Noel. We're Take it away. So, I'm the Batman. Tell all your friends about me. Oh, it's quite well, that's menacing. a lot more menacing than the previous fella, I have to say. I'm texting already, and I'm, I'm not even, like, part of this scene, so that's, I'm telling all my friends about him. He's amazing. Well, thank you very much. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, with tailored contracts that lower your monthly bill, it's easy to find a phone you'll truly love at Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. People queuing up for the role. Who's this? Oh, it's Neil. Neil, hello. Where are you calling from? Black Country. Black Country. Oh, from Black Country. Oh. <laughs> It'd be good, though, wouldn't it, if there was a Batman from the Black Country, wouldn't and why it? why should there not the, be? Exactly, it's a good point. That's what everyone's been calling for. Specifically, what area of the Black Country are you from? Uh, Dudley. Dudley. Dudley, OK. OK, brilliant. <laughs> Just near Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> the outskirts of Gotham. Neil, take it away. Oh, Neil, I'm Batman. 
from the black country. Julius <laughs> makes about me. <laughs> ah, superb. What a great <laughs> greeting. How do? Straight in there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio, who's this? How are you? I'm the Matt Bamber. <laughs> what? Tell your, tell your friends about me, I'm the Batman Bat. Right, you're gonna have to say that again. Who? What? You're the what? I'm the, I'm the Batman Bat. The Bat what? Tell your friends about me. The Batman Bat. Right, get get him off. Next one. <laughs> I don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Hello, who's this? Hello, it's Rich from Western Superman. Oh. Fine name and a West Country. A West Country <laughs> Batman yeah. could be on us. West Country Batman. How fantastic <laughs> would that be? Uh, and well, uh, Darth Vader was nearly West Country, so why not Batman? That's good a point. very good point. Good old, what's his name? Prouse? Uh, James, uh, Dave Prouse. Dave, Dave Prouse. Prouse. Okay, so you're con- continuing on the that tradition. It, just in terms of a West Country Batman, what would be on a West Country Batman's utility belt? <laughs> like a uh, pasty? Yeah, a pasty, uh, a pair of daps. Yeah. Um, Bottle of Rattler. 20 B&H. Bottle of Rattler. <laughs> well, other Bottle. ciders are also available. Of course yeah. they are. Oh, of course. Sorry, Thank of you. course. <laughs> right, take it away, West Country Batman. I'm Batman. Tell all your friends about me. <laughs> Fantastic. you got the job. Pattinson's got so much to think about now, hasn't he? Pressure is on. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. Thursday's Hometime Show. It's Bush and Ritchie. This is Absolute Radio. Whatever happened to waiting until people get off the tube before you get on? <laughs> Do you remember that? Do you remember that was a thing? You, you wait to pe- for people to get off. Yes. And then you get on. I thought that was I thought that was standard public transport etiquette, whether it's the tube or anywhere else. I think it's gone. I think those days are, are done and dusted. I genuinely think waiting for everyone to get off before you get on is now just a dusty manners thing of a bygone era. Like it's like curtsying. You can't believe people used to do it. It's something you tell your kids. Back when I was a kid, yeah, we used to have to wait for other people to get off before you get on. And you'd be like, Dad, what? That's weird. Do you think it's just busier? I do sometimes when I'm still trying to pile off a train. Yeah. And there's already people bundling on and then you've got someone on the platform going this train's ready to depart and I'm thinking it ain't it's mate. not that's what you're looking at but... well I don't know this is, people get a little bit of a panic attack and they kind of try to jump on past you but I, I almost think now because it happened to me the other day where I, I was almost going to say something I thought no do you know what I'm going to say something about this but then because I feel now that maybe it is such a bygone era thing well maybe the person who I tried to warn about it would just look at me like what are you talking about I would think, understand me I think you could file the whole waiting for people to get off something first okay you could file it in the same category as whatever happened to the kids sitting at the table until everyone's finished. Yes, proper sitting there having a meal. I mean, maybe I eat slower as I get older. <laughs> I don't know. But my word, when the kids are finished, they just want a scarper. Well, fair play for Eva getting them to sit at the big table. <laughs> That's true. Our one, if you want her to sit at the table, she thinks, like, what's going on? There's some kind of trap. <laughs> it's normally in front of the telly. I, mean, I remember we used to have that with my parents. I remember, you, like, if you ever used to go to, like, the Bernie Inn when I was a kid, like, you know, back in the day, made of money... Um, <laughs> sitting there waiting for your mum and dad to finish eating and having a no we want to have a chat as a kid you're just like oh this is so boring why are you putting us through this but you're right it's in the whatever happened to category it is there's a couple now so look, if you've got a thing and you wonder yourself whatever happened to it let us know on the show tonight 8 12 15 absolute radio
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Thursday's Hometime with Bush and Ritchie. This is Absolute Radio. Uh, now, we're, we're, this bit we're calling whatever happened to uh, Richie and I have both got soaked today, so I apologise if we come across as a little bit grouchy. I think that's probably what's going on. That's that's really what's at the root of everything. It's the root of anything, but, uh, you know, I was just moaning a bit earlier on about uh, whatever happened to waiting for everyone to get off the tube before you get on. Whatever happened to that? I then waited in on my kids just leaving the dinner table. That's got nothing to do with anything. It's just me airing grievances, yeah, really. Yeah, if you've got a grievance you want to air, like whatever happened to, get in touch with the show tonight, 12.15. I think Nick and Steve on the M25 are answering their own question. Whatever happened to chocolate bars being a proper size? They're now half what they used to be. Then they say, or have I just got bigger? That's a good point. Actually, just on the side on that, our producer Adem, when Richie went to the corner shop before the show, asked for a picnic. <laughs> I have never seen anyone eat a picnic bar before in my entire life bar him. And I couldn't find one. Couldn't find one. Well, there you go. Also, going back to uh, your question about uh, getting off the tube yeah. and waiting for people to get off before you get get on, uh-huh. BTP Bobby says here, be strong, Bush. It is a railway bylaw still. Wow, so even like the splashing thing from a bit earlier on. Yeah. I'll take me taser on the tube tomorrow. <laughs> this text says, whatever happened to post being delivered to your home before you went to work? Good. That's good a very question. good point. And then Liz in Essex says, whatever happened to queuing at a bus stop? You used to queue at a bus stop? Yes, you did. It's now a bundle. Do you know what? Is that, yeah, it's just a free-for-all, isn't yeah. it? It's a nightmare. Yeah. I, I tell you what, though, just on, a, on an aside from that with, don't you hate it when you go into a bar and they have those weird bar laws where people queue in a line to the till? Really? You know, there's some bars, right? For example, the Arnold Feeney Bar in Bristol, which is an art gallery, so I guess you're asking for it. Some bars, crowded, get, you know, whoever's next, put your hand in the air, catch the eye of the bar people or whatever. Other bars, strange queue line. I am Do you know I mean? awful at catching the eye of the bar staff. I will take a cue any day. <laughs> take a cue any day of the week. Home time with Bush and Richie. Great to have your company on this Thursday night. You're listening to the Home Time Show with Bush and Richie. So if you've been listening to us all week in the early part of the show after four o'clock, and I'm sure you have been. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, you will have heard that thanks to the Parker's New Car Awards 2020, uh, we have been giving somebody the chance to be chauffeur-driven home from work tomorrow if they claim to have Britain's worst commute. What an amazing prize. It is an amazing cr- uh, prize. And it's time to award that prize to someone right now. We have the details in front of us. We have the details of the car. They'll be chauffeur-driven home in as well. Wait till you hear this, but let's put the call through. Let's go for it. Hello? Hey, is that Tilly? It's Bush and Richie here at Absolute Radio. It is Tilly, yes. How are you? Hey, lovely to speak to you again. We spoke to you on the show the other day. You were telling us about your nightmare commute, and you I remember you being the the, uh, the smaller lady who gets buffeted around on busy tubes. That's all over the place, that's correct, yep. That's Good me. Well, Tilly, do you know what? Thanks to the Parker's New Car Awards 2020, that's not happening to you tomorrow because you are being chauffeur-driven home. Excellent, thank you. Uh, Not only that, you're going to be chauffeur-driven, and I've just had to Google this because I couldn't quite believe it, you're going to be chauffeur-driven to work in a Tesla Model 3, which is one of the most amazing cars I think I've ever set my eyes upon. Oh, my Lord. Excellent, thank you. They're brilliant. I've seen, well... You can, some get, you can get into work, and I reckon you've got a day's worth of telling people you've got a record deal. <laughs> it's that <laughs> kind of car. So. <laughs> I'm just looking at it right now. We're all up to speed on this. What look a gorgeous at, car. Look at it. Well, you could all come along and join the ride. Have you, have you got a good bit out of the front of your work where if you pull up, the people can see you from the office and have a little oh, I'll look? I'll make sure they can see, yeah. I'll make sure they see. Don't oh, yeah. worry about that. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations <laughs> and well done. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well done, Tilly. It's all thanks to Parker's New Car Awards 2020, which are bigger than ever. Absolute Radio. The Hunt.
Time podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So, Richie, you can't just, like, swan into Sky Movies and start looking at films. There's too much choice. You need a bit of a steer, don't you? Uh, you do need that steer. If only there was someone to steer the good ship. We have just the Hello. guy. He's suited and booted. It's, <laughs> it's our resident movie expert from Sky Cinemas, Alex Zane. Hi, guys. How are you? Why, why are you wearing a suit? Are you uh, <laughs> making a court appearance? What's going on? <laughs> Nothing that I can talk about on air, but yes. Because you know that Richie and I dress down. Obviously, we normally dress quite nicely, but we're, we're scruffy so-and-so's Today, mm-hmm. you're showing us up with the suit. Well, I'm glad I am. I, I, honestly, I, did you not get the same no, email? No, we I didn't. feel a little overdressed now. But she's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. How do you think it makes him feel? <laughs> I think you were wearing that Hawaiian shirt last time I came in as well. I think I probably was. It's um, a very nice shirt. Even though it's mid to late October, I'm still persevering with it. Uh, Alex, let's talk about some of the movies as we head towards Halloween. If people want to frighten themselves a bit early ahead of the big day, uh, what is on offer on Sky Cinema at the moment? Uh, so, premiering tomorrow on Sky Cinema. Uh, for just in time for Halloween is Halloween 2018's Halloween. It's a fantastic sequel because I think we can all agree the 1978 John Carpenter original Halloween is probably one of the scariest movies of all time. I don't want to uh, put a a juddering halt to proceedings here but please do not assume that I have seen any classic movie. (laughs) Talk to me as if I've not seen any of the Halloweens. (laughs) Right, the Halloween movies. Okay, to go back to the very beginning, Michael Myers is a young boy who kills his sister and goes to prison and then comes out of prison years later and hunts down Jamie Lee Curtis, the original scream queen who's called Laurie Strode and he spends a night trying to hunt her and in the end she escapes that's the original Halloween 1978 Michael Myers as in the guy Michael. who plays Austin Powers yes oh, well, well. Yeah. <laughs> who knew something every day it's not amazing get you in. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's wearing the suit he's teaching but this new movie uh, is set 40 years later now there have been so many sequels to the original 1978 Halloween and they've had diminishing returns sequels remakes that were never quite as good this ignores all of those and is set as the proper sequel to 1978 Halloween. It's set 40 years later. Jamie Lee Curtis has spent the last 40 years preparing for Michael Myers' return. So if you imagine, she's to the Halloween series what Sarah Connor is to Terminator 2. Yeah? Yeah. Okay! (laughs) I've seen some films. (laughs) I've seen The Bone Collector. That's scary. We do do have a chalkboard in the background of the studio here for uh, Richie to look at. The Bone Collector. We'll come back to that later. Do you know why I can't believe you mentioned The Bone Collector? That has one of the worst taglines in movie history. The tagline for The Bone Collector actually went, there's a murderer on the streets. He's stalking the innocent. He collects bones. (laughs) The Bone Collector. (laughs) Go on, admit to Alex, Richie, what you told me in the corridor a little bit earlier on. It's one of the scariest films I've ever seen. <laughs> it's one of the scariest films he's ever seen. <laughs> but also, a f- I look, I'm taking us so off course here, no, but a it. film that shows what a fantastic actor Denzel Washington is in how he has to act in that movie. Right, I see what you mean, yes. He plays a paraplegic in that movie and still is very, very powerful. Exactly, presence. yeah. Right, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I mean, Denzel Washington has made other <laughs> better films. <laughs> well, Alex, I've got so much to discover. Alex, is Richard
actually like one of those people that sits next to you on the train at the start of a long journey with full cans of quite strong lager and you think, oh, God. How do you think he felt this morning? That's why he's put the suit on. He's power dressed because I've got to meet that idiot again. Richie, I'm never going to the cinema with you. Well, that's an awkward start. Uh, on the way, we're going to play a special game around uh, the fact that we're heading towards Halloween and these scary movies. And we're going to be talking about uh, possibly, in my opinion, the scariest movie of all time. Time podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Home time with Bush and Ritchie. Uh, we have the honour of uh, our resident movie expert, Alex Zane from Sky Cinema, with us uh, on the show right now. We're just chatting about uh, some of the films you can scare yourself senseless with uh, on Sky Movies as we head towards uh, Halloween. Uh, it's with great honour to bring up this movie, which we're going to talk about now, which still to this day for me is the scariest film of all time. Mm-hmm. I have nightmares even thinking about it. It's The Shining. No, it's The Bone Collector. <laughs> the Bone Collector. <laughs> oh, Richie just said during the song, that bit at the end where comes in <laughs> I've not seen all of it but that apparently is a scary bit but The Shining though yes. uh, one of the sc- it's a film that's just absolutely terrifying yeah it truly is uh, 1980s masterpiece from Stanley Kubrick The Shining uh, so if you find slashes I know I recommended Halloween 2018 first but if slashes are a bit gory and violent for you this is an entirely different kind of terror this is two hours of intense creeping dread with this unbelievable central performance from Jack Nicholson who becomes possessed by the Overlook Hotel in which he's the caretaker for the winter in this isolated hotel. And famously, Stephen King didn't like uh, Stanley Kubrick's version of The Shining because he felt at the start Jack Nicholson was just evil, whereas in the book, the character of Jack Torrance gradually becomes more and more evil throughout. But there is a reason I'm recommending this, and that's because there is a sequel to The Shining called Doctor Sleep, and the film adaptation of that comes out next week with Ewan McGregor as a grown-up kid from The Shining. You, the times. little kid with the little yes. finger. Yeah, red ram. Red ram, red ram. Red oh yes, but <laughs> 38 year old spoiler <laughs> yeah. whatever. But what, so there's an actual, you're kidding us. No, 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 no. So uh, Stephen King wrote uh, a sequel called Doctor Sleep and the movie is directed by Mike Flanagan uh, who did a film called Oculus and another film by Stephen King, an adaptation called Gerald's Game and he's directed Doctor Sleep. Now, It is more of a sequel to the book, The Shining, but he has said it's set in the same universe as Stanley Kubrick's original I'm worried about that, Alex, mate. I'm worried. It's a good film. Don't return to a lit firework. When you you look at a title, when you look at a title just on a piece of paper, I'd say Doctor Sleep (laughs) sounds more scary than The Shining. Really? Doctor Sleep sounds like something from CBeebies. (laughs) I don't know. Here comes Doctor Sleep. (laughs) How sinister does that sound? He's going to give you some of his sleepy medicine. (laughs) Honestly, that's scaring me. It's scary, isn't it? I'm, I'm bone collector scared right now. <laughs> That's really, really scary. Well, to, to celebrate the fact that uh, obviously you can watch The Shining and, and scare the bejesus yourself, uh, at, uh, it's on Sky It's on Sky Cinema, is it? it's on there, isn't it? Uh, to celebrate the fact that it's on uh, Sky Movies at the moment, The Shining, we're going to test you, Alex, with a little game that we've come up with, uh, where we're going to play you some screams mm. from some famous horror movies, and you've got to guess what movie they're from. <laughs> Do you reckon you'll be able to get that? Listen to a scream and work out the film? Do you think you'll be able to do that? No, it's impossible. (laughs) Well, we're about to find out. We'd like to test you on this show, Alex. Are you ready for scream number one? Okay. Here we go. Good luck. Play along at home. (laughs) Hmm. Interesting scream, Uh, that one. Yeah, again. One more time. It actually sounds like the titled movie to the TV show we've just pitched, Doctor Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's Doctor Sleep. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like someone about to sneeze, actually. Um, I am going for 
sounds like Dick Van Dyke on a merry-go-round on Mary Poppins. I heard the merry-go-round. There's the clue, merry-go-round, some kind of like funfair type feel. Uh, Let's go with it. You're absolutely right. Fantastic. Well done, great start. A scream from it. Thank you very much. If this was Columbo here right now, (laughs) one for the kids, he would be looking at the clues around it rather than listening to the scream. Absolutely, he's going to come back in. You mentioned Columbo. When everyone did fancy dress as kids and everyone dressed as Batman and Spider Man, I dressed as Columbo. Good man. (laughs) Good man. I I, I actually saw a photo of myself recently (laughs) wearing the trench coat. And at the time, I thought I looked just like Columbo. As it turns out, looked like a tiny flasher. Uh, right, here we go. Here's scream number two. Can you guess what movie this is from? Oh, do you know that? I'm no expert, but it sounds like someone's being eaten. Yeah, I think I was, before you even dropped that clanger of a clue, I was going to go for uh, Gennaro the lawyer being eaten by the T-Rex in Jurassic Park. Yes. It's Human. not. It's the thing from the thing. Oh! The thing from the thing of someone being eaten by the thing from the thing. No! I it was sh- a very good effort. Play it one more time. Here we goes. <laughs> oh, that's awful, isn't it? Happy home time, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> right, last one. Can you guess what this scream is? One of the uh, classic horror movies of the genre. <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, dear, that's horrible, isn't it? I mean, just the sound of it, I would say it's poor acting. I mean, (laughs) honestly, if it was any other game, I'd go, oh, can I hear that again? I don't (laughs) want to hear that again. (laughs) Uh, Is it from Scream? And is it... Drew Barrymore at the start of Scream. It's not, it's from The Omen. Oh, wow, Alex, one, one from three. three. Well, that, yeah. That's almost down there with my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> You've been bone collected <laughs> by Richie. <laughs> Alex, thank you very much. Thank go, you for having me. Go and scare yourself senseless on Sky Cinema right now. them to do it themselves and here it is the hometown podcast with bush and richie hope you enjoyed the podcast and everything cheers for listening we appreciate it time for richie then the challenge for the uk uh, soap star five four three two one stacy who's that that's cat slater that's very good very good very good wasn't really that's not bad can we have it one more time no <laughs> <laughs> stacy i thought you'd gone for the um, not your mother that's what I was trying to do. I just said her name. Terrible. Do you want to do it again? No. Nope. <laughs>